Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got a ton of QB injuries to deal with in Week 10. We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings to talk about some Week 10 start-sit decisions that you might have to make. But first, got to talk about all the quarterbacks being injured. Technically not all of the quarterbacks. We do have some big names, though. Josh Allen dealing with some UCL damage in his elbow. He is not at risk of a long-term absence, but there is some uh, concern that he might not be able to play in Week 10. We've got Matthew Stafford on the in the concussion protocol after uh, Week 9. And Kyler Murray didn't practice on Wednesday with a hamstring injury. He's considered day-to-day. You might need a quarterback replacement. I mean, look, if you were starting Matthew Stafford, you probably should have had a replacement by now already. But like Josh Allen, the best quarterback in fantasy, Kyler Murray, still a guy that you should be starting most weeks. If you don't have those guys available, who are you looking to add on the waiver wire, Heath? 100% 100% it's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a top 10 quarterback for me. He's been in that 20-point range each of the last four weeks. And I want to make the point that it's not that I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be much better than the 20 points he's been scoring. It's that quarterback is so terrible that just living in that 20-point range makes you a top 10 option at the position. He has now he's on Debo Samuel with a full practice on Wednesday. He's got a set of weapons that may be unmatched in the NFL with Debo, with McCaffrey, with Kittle, with Brandon Ayuk, and they've got one of the highest implied totals on the slate this week against the Chargers. All right, so I'll ask some some other guys who you might have to to make a decision on Jimmy Garoppolo with. Would you start him over Geno Smith? I would start him over Geno Smith. What about Kirk Cousins at Buffalo? I that one is I've gone back and forth and back and forth, and it will probably come down to the Bills injury report on Friday because they played without Jordan Poyer and Matt Milano last week. I'm not sure without their best players, especially if Tredavious White doesn't come back, if they're actually a good defense. But if Tredavious White and Poyer and Milano are all playing, then definitely Jimmy. I assume you're starting Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Fields ahead of him? Two as a top three quarterback for me this week. Fields, I believe, is number six, so yes. What about Tom Brady? I'm going to start Tom Brady over him for now. I I just I feel like I would really be abandoning the brand if I didn't continue to bet on guys with two and a half percent passing touchdown rates. Yeah, that makes sense. That the the Buccaneers' offense in general is just like I, I write about uh, trade value guys for the FFT newsletter, and I think this is the third or fourth week in a row mm-hmm. that I've written Chris Godwin's a buy low. And look, if he keeps getting twelve targets a game, he's going to be good at some point, right? Sure, that's the hope anyway. Let's move on to uh, some of the other positions and make some start-sit calls on, frankly, some some of the most disappointing running backs in fantasy this this season. There's been some talk of Jalen Warren's role continuing to grow with Pittsburgh. Are you start? Where are you ranking Najee Harris? Let's start there. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that like some talk means the head coach of the team has talked about how Jalen Warren's made some good plays. Talking about his running backs, did not mention Najee Harris making any good plays and said we're going to give him more opportunities. Um, I'm ranking them both as flexes. Harris around RB28, 
Warren around RB32. I still expect Harris to start and receive the first series. I think there's a chance, though, that they're just going to give Jalen Warren a series in this game. And if he continues to look as much better, as much better, you know what I'm saying, as Najee Harris, then he may just stay on the field for the next series. Uh, would you rather start either of the Cowboys guys or the Steelers guys? Both of the Cowboys over the Steelers. Uh, do you have Ezekiel Elliott ranked higher than Tony Pollard coming back from the injury? We don't have Zeke ranked yet because okay. while Jerry said he was going to play, he didn't actually practice in their first practice back. Um, but yes, I would. I would say that Zeke's going to be in that 18, probably a 16 to 18 range, and Pollard will be right behind him. They're both stars. Uh, where's Leonard Fournette rank relative to those guys? I've right now got him still just a little bit ahead of where they will be. Um, I That one's different because like Jalen Warren's touched the football and averaged like twice as many yards per carry as Najee Harris. It's been obvious why they want to get him more involved. Yeah. Rashad White gets the ball and goes three yards and fall, it falls down just like Leonard Fournette. So yeah. I don't have much hope that he's actually going to take the jump away. All right, let's talk about some wide receivers real quick. Who would rank these three? Rondale Moore, Josh Palmer, and Terry McLaurin for this week. Assuming we're without both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, then yep. Josh Palmer would be my favorite. Terry McLaurin would be second, only because of the matchup with the Eagles, and I may change my mind on that. He was good against them last time, but it's a very good defense. Um, Rondale's quite a ways behind them still. Interesting. Um, but one, it's it's a he's still a top twenty-five wide receiver for me. I'm I'm real high on Rondale Moore. He's top eighteen for me I this like week. It. I uh, I love the the usage that he's gotten. The only bad game that he's had really this season outside of his first game back from the injury was the one game where he played outside and De- DeAndre Hopkins return. Ever since then, the the last two weeks he's been really good. So I think Rondale Moore is pretty close to a must start wide receiver. Let's talk about some tight ends and. I think I know how you're going to answer it, and I, I, I hope it causes you as much consternation as it has me. Greg Dulcich or Kyle Pitts? Uh, Greg Dulcich, and I am not feeling any consternation. Um, I First off, I'm not sure the weather is going to be very good in Carolina. Yeah. And they don't throw very much. And Marcus Mariota just has a terrible time throwing an accurate pass to Kyle Pitts. It's not all Pitts' fault. It's some Pitts' fault. He's done some bad things as well. But Mariota throws a pass to Alameda Zacchaeus 60 yards downfield and hits him in stride for a touchdown. <laughs> and he cannot get on the same page with Kyle Pitts. So Pitts is tight end 12 for me right now. Yeah. is tight end 6. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of Thursday Night Football and more start-sit calls for Week 10. We'll see you then.